night, everybody. We're back again. It's another Seat at the Table podcast with your boy, Lawrence Green. I'm here with Brooke <laughs> Majors. <laughs> I'm here with Brooke Majors, Hello. Michelle Nemo, and Dwayne Sampson. Hello. And so, it's Happy New Year! Yay! 2018, okay. <laughs> so, what's been going on with everybody? It's a new year. We didn't have a month break. It's been a long time since everybody didn't heard your beautiful voices. What's been going on with you? Dwayne, what's been going on? Oh, I mean, as for me, lately, you know, I've just been working, of course, but I'm also been, I've also been trying to add to my credit, add to my knowledge for credibility purposes, you know, for, so I can help others in the future. So this involves getting certifications in different areas, whether it be career-wise or things that I like to do or know, and I'm, I'm planning on getting those and building my, um, my credibility. Okay. All right, getting this money so you can help. Well, that's a part. Speaking of money, that's what I've been doing. Getting this money. You know, I got my two jobs. I'm back with the baby kids at the school, you know, but I'm also looking to do some investing. So oh, I haven't figured it out yet. Money. <laughs> Hello, but yeah, so speaking of getting this money, why not better than trying to do some investing? And yeah, what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. Some oh, of my research. You, I, can I can't tell you. Not, yeah, Dwayne, I'm going to come holler at you. <laughs> you know. Why you invest? Yeah. What you invest in? A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, My yeah. times. Like, Real G's moving yeah. silent. Yeah. <laughs> like lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll, 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 I'll let y'all know. Yeah, that's off the record. Off the off record. The record. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Michelle? What's up, guys? It's Michelle here. <laughs> it's like, nah. Um, so, for over break, um, i just been working. I've been putting in hours at work um and then are we saying 2018 goals or this yeah, is not sure, it yeah. okay so um a couple of my 2018 i can't tell y'all everything but um <laughs> can't give y'all too much but um one of my goals is to read one book per month so um this month since we all know at this table that my time management skills is not good (laughs) since we all know that i'm reading about this book called um well the title is procrastination why we do what we do (laughs) and so um yeah i've been going through that book since last year, but you know, new year, new me, new book. New book. Same book. Same book. Same book. Same book. You're right. Same book. But um, yeah, so it was really good. And then another one of my um goals is just to stay committed in a lot of things that I say that I'm gonna do. I know a lot of times I talk a lot with my mouth instead of with my actions, and I know um I just need to understand that you can't always pray your way out of bad habits like sometimes you actually have to put in the work in it Mm -hmm. and so this um year like i've been trying to hold myself accountable also with some um accountability sisters and um it's been really good so something like that is what i would tell other people to also do because it really changes your life when you look at different aspects that needs to be changed Mm -hmm. and i'm out of here but uh for me i was working but then i quit <laughs> so <laughs> but you know the lowest big blessing huh you quit for real yeah, yeah i quit for quit. real <laughs> what you mean you quit i quit my job he because they're out. disrespectful yeah, he walked out 
Yeah. You walked out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he told no, him he resigned. I told the boss that I resigned, and but, he ain't care. He was just like, okay, you can never come back. And I was like, give him my name tag. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, what did they do? Huh? So... Oh, you Can can't I say, say that on the record? I don't know what I happened. mean, they was just he they was just disrespectful and Lawrence oh. just ain't tolerated. So he was mm-hmm. like, you know what? That's Wait, it. you going to? No, I'm here. Get this money, y'all know. Yeah, yeah, I quit. And so but God blessed me with another job. Like literally, it was like a day, and then the next day, new job, supposed to start in about two weeks. Okay. Um and then uh, another blessing, God came through with the financial aid to pay for a spring semester and then grants to cover half a majority of my summer tuition. Okay. And we're not even supposed to get money like that. So um, mm-hmm. God moved in a mighty way for that because I didn't really do well last semester with school. So this year, I'm really glad that God was able to give me a fresh start. Let me know this is where he wants me to be at because mm-hmm. I really had a lot of questions and it was like really causing my passion about it to be really low in which if your passion is low, your performance is low. Mm-hmm. That's the word for somebody. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I think I haven't really made any goals for 2018, but I've been reading all these innovational quotes, and it's like, <laughs> it's like if you ain't got no, if you ain't got no goals, and them goals don't got no plans, then it's gonna be the same year for you. So I was like, well, maybe I need to come up with some goals, and then some goals with some plans. But the only thing that I think I've actually like set in my mind to do and have actively been doing and keeping up with is reading the Bible in a year. Oh, okay. So I actually been keeping up with that because Dwayne, well, I tried to do it with him last year, but I ain't making past Genesis chapter two. <laughs> 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 and everything got the guy on the yeah. <laughs> I ain't made it since the fall. <laughs> oh, that's another word for somebody. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm arrived. Redemption season has come. It's oh, now my dwelling. And so <laughs> now I'm in like Esau and now I'm in Joseph section. Oh, okay. So I you know I haven't read today, but I'm going to read tonight. So mm-hmm. um, I think that. Uh, I'm excited because I got my church involved and they're reading with me. And so it's lit. So I expect, you know, to, you know, get deeper knowledge about the word and be able to say, read the Bible at least once. Because I remember I was talking to one of my youth pastors. He was like, yeah, everybody, every Christian has at least read the Bible once. I'm like, <laughs> not I. <laughs> I, said, I was like, mm. I was like, I guess I'm not one of them Christians. Because I was like, I, I mean, I skimmed, I mean, I, I read a lot, but, you know, I haven't read every itty bitty line. So, you know, now I'm about to see, you know, line upon line, precept upon precept. So, but that's, so. that's really the first question people be asking though yeah. like, so that means you've read the whole bible i'd be like no oh, yeah. so how's your um church incorporating the i guess it's a corporate or a congregation corporate type of reading bible mm-hmm. plan uh, so do you guys talk about it like every friday during bible study or is it like individual well i think lately my pastor has just been like leaving bible study and church services open for questions if we have questions it hasn't been like a, okay we as a church we're going to direct all of our to towards this plan oh, it's like okay. if you want to do it and he fully encouraged because he's in our little group text with all of us in it he's just like if you want to do this fully go you have my full support go ahead and do it so like but the bible project shout out to the bible project they already have an app called the read scriptures app and they got videos they got summaries they got little pictures it's like veggie tales for grown folks so you know i like it and so uh i think i i um made a video of like how to get on the app because you know iphone got a little record on your phone thing so i set everybody up so you know 
all people basically everybody do is just read at this point and then so every now and then I send a text and be like hey you guys you know you should be at this section or you should be here not saying you should be here but I always tell them just keep reading yeah never put no standards yeah, on people yeah, this is where you're supposed yeah, to be yeah. because once you get a day behind you feel like and then it becomes two days three days mm-hmm. but luckily since we started on january 2nd we should be done by christmas well i should be done by christmas so that's gonna be okay. a gift to me so, so is I it do, one chapter per day no it's multiple chapters oh but oh, um oh. i like it's no more than like three and then you read a psalm every day. So I think oh, okay. we'll read through psalms at least two and a half times. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. That's a lot. I'm sorry. It's really good, yeah. though. Like, I've been learning a lot. I've been learning a lot, seeing things I've never seen before. And I'm reading it in ESV this time. Oh, yeah. So. No more this, this, this. I'm sorry. No more dick, damn, dump, and thou. Do it for this. I'm sorry. They had a list. It's What's just, up? he went. Yeah. He said. <laughs> okay, D. Oh no! I was, I was going to say, adding to say, yeah, I feel like it's really cool to um, read the whole Bible. There's no specific requirement, you know, for us to, you know. I did guess, you finish last year? I did, fortunately. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but but I mean, it's funny because um, toward the end of the year, because uh, I talked to my personal trainer about God when I was leaving. Uh, someone who got the front desk was like, yeah, you know, I've been reading the Bible, and they're like, why are you reading the Bible? You know, and they they pointed to me. Like, this guy, he's almost read the whole Bible. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. And then the, some dude was like, so, you know, so why why you read the whole Bible? Like, why are you, like, theology, seminary? I'm like, no, I'm a Christian. Some people think that, you know, you have to be a scholar. But um, it's like like Lawrence said, it, it's okay if you miss a day or two, you know, just try to um, stay at your own pace and stay committed to it because it's real easy to be like, oh, I missed two days, I missed three days, okay, I'm done, you know. Sometimes you can skip it and get back to where they started and then on your own time fill in the gaps, right? So, I mean, that's what I encourage and uh, you'll definitely feel accomplished and you'll definitely learn a lot, you know. You'll learn way more. You'll have the context for the scriptures that they always recite in the Old Testament. You'll actually have them in front of you, cause, I mean, in the New Testament because they'll actually talk about it in the Old. So, yeah. And they all, like, the whole thing is like, Comparing everything back to Jesus, yep. like everything we read in the Old Testament, every single story, mm-hmm. they are somehow pulling it back to Jesus. They're saying the whole Bible is about Jesus, and that's what I really like about the mm-hmm. Bible Project. It's not like I'm looking for some deep revelation, reading Ruth and trying to find my man through Ruth, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, how is Ruth about Jesus? Okay. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. is the Bible Project one of those videos that they have a video for every book? Is yeah, it every book. Yeah, every book, and it's like some of the books are divided into two. And then um, there's like a like more summarized version, and then there's a more illustrated version. Okay. Up for some of them. Cool. Yeah, get the app. It's lit. What's it called? Read, read scripture. Um, read scripture. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell us your 2018 goals, did you? I thought she did. Well, she, she told she us what. Yeah, get this money. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, uh, investing. Investing. Oh, yeah. Sure. oh yeah. But yeah. I mean, I've been doing reading as well. I've I got a lot of mental health books in oh, the church, good. so. I haven't been reading my Bible, but oh, I have, but not like the, the Bible project. But I've been reading um, mental health books correlating with the church and what the church is supposed to be doing related to that topic. That's really um, good. Yeah, so that's my goal to finish those books by the year. Cool. Let me borrow those. Out. I got like five too. It's good. It's so good. There's so many books I want to read, but I feel like school is just going to block me from doing all this. <laughs> Don't pause it. <laughs> oh my goodness.
Um, <coughs> all right. So since it's the new year, so one day I was on Twitter. New year, new me. Oh, so we, and so I see this um, young lady who wants to tell her testimony. Oh. <laughs> of this viral testimony. Yeah. Uh, telling her testimony oh. about having, uh, you know, sexual encounters, uh-huh. you know, and using, you know, certain body parts to partake <laughs> in some of those encounters. <laughs> but uh, I just want to, I, I want to talk about it because... I just, uh, I think testimony service is not, it's not really something we see a lot. And I feel like in new modern, uh, not in not modern, but like, I don't see, I don't think we see testimony service as often. Like, I only think I see testimony services like when you go to like an old, old type of church, um, or, um, like, or if it's like a worship service and then you have that one or two people that come out and tell that bomb old testimony how Jesus just saved their life up. They were just like in the pit. And then they just came out and Jesus just like their life and they just makes you want to bring out a worship because you already in the worship concert and they carry Job already hitting you in here. But anyway, so I want to talk about it and I want to pull up our text messages that we text because I sent it to the group and uh, because I saw this other guy post something on Facebook about... Um, about the about the uh, about the lady and how he said that they mistreated the lady and how the church is fake and the church ain't real and the uh the church can't handle just because a woman says she didn't had you know all sex with her mouth and all this other <laughs> foolishness and they can't handle it and you know just he just going in and so I just I did not agree and so um Dwayne keep a little oh I have it right here oh uh I want to I want to read it in my voice okay. <laughs> Oh, you go. Uh, so I posted the video. He posted the video, and I said, "This testimony has uh, this testimony lady has been going viral." I disagree with homeboy, and Brooke said, "In what sense do you disagree?" And I said, "The premise of his stance of the video: he watches a two-minute video or less, and how how are you going to go on a video about how the church is fake and the church is not having love and the church can't keep it real?" I'm all down for transparency, but what about discretion? Granted, I know that it's not a skill always taught for some people, but she was in front of an entire church, men, women, and children, talking about balls in her mouth. Hashtag TMI. So then I said, y'all, I said, I watched it. I said, I ain't seen the whole viral video of the woman unless that's the snippet. But I think what she, what he said did tie in because of how the church works, because it was the way he handled it as the church. I still would not negate her testimony. I said, based off of your statement of you understand it's not a skill, always a skill taught. I think that's where Grace comes in because she may not have known that, you know, the dude with the mic should have addressed that in front of the church with Grace instead of just walking away. It should have been. It should have been a perfect way to model how you handle those type of people. Her testimony doesn't take away from how they responded to her. It was the way he handled it that I thought was wrong because she had strength to go up there and say what she said. Those issues exist, LOL. And she just wasn't polished. I said there was a way that it should have been handled, like to tell her to keep it appropriate and to be mindful before she finished. My mans just shut her down, and one could think in a sense that it shut down a step for her to come to the church or start to grow if she didn't have understanding. 
understanding. I personally felt like she wasn't all the way there, but that's just me, LOL. I just look at it as that could have been a broken person onto something like change, and it could have been hindered due to the way the man carried it. But we will never know because she will stop. When you limit transparency, you limit freedom. And then Dwayne responds based on <laughs> I respond based on you know the what well, we see out the video. I said we don't we don't know what happened before or after the clip as well. I.e., if rules were given on how to give testimonies properly, or an afterwards discussion that may or may not have um, been had with the lady or the church about the testimony itself. That was just my two cents. And then Lawrence liked what I said, and then he emphasized what Dwayne said, and then Lawrence said at Dwayne. Exactly. I don't understand why he wasn't why he was going off on a tangent at Brooke. When you limit transparency, you limit freedom. Can be misconstrued. When when I think of testimonies, it's about glorifying God and not the sin. I think it's possible for an individual to give an accurate account without having to go into explicit details. <laughs> I was like, add this list for Sunday. <laughs> And then I said, when you're somebody that's used to being real and explicit, it doesn't phase you. If you're somebody who wants surface level and clean and squeaky, you might think it's too much. I don't think for some instances it's glorifying sin. I think as long as it ties back to glorifying God, um, which I don't think she got, LOL, because it was cut short. But in those instances, people are transparent, clean or not, because it's their struggle. I said, if that affects one's ears, I'd be like, oh, well. And I said, again, she may not have that understanding. So the correcting and love and educating does come into effect. So people can learn if it's uncomfortable and stuff. I get what you're saying. But the individual isn't always going to have that polished protocol mindset. It has to be taught. And then Lawrence. And then I had a child sipping his tea to be continued. And then I said, they clearly were not expecting that. And probably never had that type of testimony. They probably lacked experience, and it seemed that in the heat of the moment, they didn't know what to do, so they just cut it off. I'm sure the, ex I'm sure that the experience has equipped some of them on how to react if that type of thing were to happen. I.e., explaining to the church and new people how to deliver their testimony prior. And then you said, "I said okay, that was my two cents and Bitcoin. I'm done." <laughs> And then I said, after two hours, I said, I think you guys have said it all. <laughs> and I laughed at Michelle's comment. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, I've been in church all my life. You get chopped for two reasons. If you're going too long, I'm talking foolish. Testimony service, this is something that is not even been done as often anymore in church because people want to preach or test a lie. Are you... I think you better say Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, oh, are coming for somebody. And then I said, Michelle know all about them law pits of testimonies. <laughs> so weak. And then I replied, I said, LOL, and she may not have been a part of the church, but to be continued. And then I said exactly what Brooke said. Oh, okay, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> to be continued, I just, I don't know, because I've been raised in the church, and it's just like, and you could tell, like, she was, like, she knew something about God or religiousness, mm -hmm. because she over here quoting word, 
Because when I remember our first time I watched it, I was like, oh, Lord, this crackhead lady, she's going <laughs> to say something. She's going to say something crazy. But then she was preaching the word. I was like, she was like, because a fool rejects God. And I'm like, oh, okay, preach this. <laughs> I <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it, 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 She was saying the word. She was just like, she was like, I'm a black slider, y'all. I was like, she already started off. We oh, already know where no. this is going. I was like, especially if it went viral on Twitter. And she was like, you know, what a fool says in their heart, there is no God. I was like, okay, preach. And then she said another scripture. She was like, I was out here. <laughs> and then when she was talking about, then she was like, okay, I was out here, you know, having sex. And I'm like, okay, all right, move on. She said and then telling us exactly how she was having it and what she was doing it with. And it was just like, and homeboy just snatched the mic. I was like, I don't know how else was he supposed to do it. And then he gave it back to homegirl. She's just like, does anybody else have anything they want to talk about, about the goodness of the Lord? I would have just shut down the whole thing and been like, all right, we're moving on. Because this was a New Year's Eve service. Mm. So I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like there's, the, like, and I, I this was already an idea that I wanted to talk about before she went viral, about telling your testimony. Mm-hmm. And is it something that should, like, be disclosed or you know does everybody deserve to hear your testimony um because i remember uh when i went on my missions trip and you know uh the my pastor who was leading us he was just like make sure you're able to tell your testimony in at least one minute Mm -hmm. like be able to summarize it and for me i'm long-winded man my joint i gotta go all the way back to age six so i was like (laughs) when i was six years old something something happened and Mm -hmm. and it was just like I'm learning like people don't really need to know all that Mm -hmm. like people you sometimes you just like there's a time and a place for it but it's just like there comes a time where it's just like okay you got to get to the point this is where I was and this is what he did to get me out and this is where I am and you can do it too Mm -hmm. type of thing but what are you guys' thoughts on like you know giving testimonies homegirl you know uh I would just say that I mean church is very very you know testimonies are crucial according to the Bible we overcome by you know the word of our testimony um and uh i think it's important for others to know but like i said church is very it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you go in the pulpit and tell everyone i know there are some churches for example Cornelius and heather they're like this is why we don't have testimony service i mean they have their preference it isn't a biblical thing that you have to go on the pulpit and tell the whole church your testimony sometimes you just have to be guided into maybe who may be able to take the testimony or leadership tell them about it first and then they can give you guidance on that as well and so definitely it may vary from church to church Processing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I just thought it was funny uh, <laughs> because I, so so even I, I I didn't grow up in the church. So you know, hearing y'all the perspective of you know you just don't do that, you don't say that, you know, mm-hmm. chop, cut it off two minutes, and then I think also too like you know we had a time limit before in church with testimony. So I mean, I get that it was very explicit and very vulgar. You know, I just wish I would have seen like I whatever else she had to say. You know what I'm saying? Because she yeah. was up there preaching. And and, you know, for a second, it just seemed like she was about to just go into depths of like, this is how deep my bondage was, you know? And so yeah. it's just like, yeah. okay, sis. And so it's like, I, like I said, I personally thought she wasn't all the way there. So that's yeah. why I kind of, yeah. So that's why, that's why I kind of had a little bit of grace. I'm like, all right, y'all, somebody explain something because she wasn't all the way there. Um, but I just think it's just like, yes, there is like a ch- congregation, but I just still think my man should have got on the mic and been like, all right, y'all, due to, you know, 
the test, you know, just mm-hmm. some type of lesson. Because she, if she was wrong for being too explicit, then okay. But you guys got to kind of, because she was looking stuck on stupid when oh, she yeah, was up yeah. there. She was like. She probably felt embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I'm looking at that perspective of, yeah. even if she was too explicit, even if she was like, I had balls in my mouth and I swung <laughs> them around, whatever she said. Oh my right? But listen, whatever she would have said, right? We would have never, we would have never known what she would have said after. Yeah. Even if that was explicit, he was still somebody. She still should have left it in a way to where she still shouldn't have felt embarrassed. Because to her, that could have been the norm. Mm-hmm. She got up there just talking because that was her lifestyle, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm like, I wouldn't negate her testimony, even though it was too detailed. That just needs to be addressed so she can learn, yeah. you know. Because I don't know where she would have went with it, but if they, if somebody would have just. W- walked with her and yeah. through that embarrassing moment because she done just got up there and told y'all her old promiscuous lifestyle because you never know like people in the church you know them little nasty pervert ones that be in there they could have went over to her and be like hey you know because right. they know what she dealt with oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, that's how I was looking at it too and I just think that somebody should have taught her whether it was too explicit or not they should have handled it better at that moment yeah, that's just what I think. It, it created an awkward moment. Just yeah. even watching it, I was like, "This is so awkward." What do you do after <laughs> yeah. this? Right in the background, I was like, "Whoo!" Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Does anybody thus say the Lord?" I was like, <laughs> so "I'm like, the goodness of the Lord." Okay, not where you've been. Okay. But I think somebody said it in the text. I think it was Judy, but you said that somebody or the the guy should have probably told her. Like, you know, you shouldn't be so explicit. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. But she should have still continued to um, say her testimony. Yeah. And I agree with that to a certain degree. Because, like, I grew up in a church where testimonies, all you had to do was tell them your name. And then they would be like, okay, come on up. And so it wasn't as if, like, they knew what you were going to say. Mm-hmm. And so I kind I, I don't know. I guess being me and growing up in the Pentecostal church, like, it would have been fine if she went up there, you know? Yeah. But I guess to that degree and what she said. For real, they would let her say that. I, see, I don't know if no. But the thing is, when you look at him, he was like oh. hesitant to put the mic down. He was like, "Oh, should I say?" Sh- like, cause he wanted to take it away earlier. You could tell mm-hmm. before she even started, you know, with her mouth. <laughs> and so, like, honestly, I testimonies I think are important. It encourages me. I know when we were in college, testimonies from other students encouraged me. But I guess to a certain degree, you have to cut it off and be, you know, you got to just make sure that. <laughs> The atmosphere is still holy. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure the atmosphere is still godly. So, I mean, I guess what he did was right, but not in that in that way. If we're going according to the guy's video you were talking about. Yeah. Because the yeah. guy was like, yeah. fake church. Yeah. And, da, 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 da. and I just I think like, he forgot cut. that you still need to use wisdom because there are people's ears. Somebody could have been like, mommy, what's, you know, and it's just like, right. okay, right. little Billy, you right. know. And now she gotta, yeah. Right. Now she got to reteach. Open. Now <laughs> their eyes have been opened open. and mm-hmm. now they got to teach their son yeah. about all of this. Mm-hmm. Our daughter. Mm-hmm. But something that what Michelle said about let's keep it holy. And I think that's something that I've learned because sometimes especially in the college arena and us being young and you know we've been in environments where like we're telling our testimony mm-hmm. and what we don't what what I feel like what we don't want to happen like when we're in those type of environments and we're all sharing and we're vulnerable and we're open is that it becomes a like who was the best center competition mm-hmm. or um we're basically telling all of our dirty secrets you get what I'm saying? Like, we're getting so lost in the testimony that it's kind of like I'm just really just expressing all of my dirty laundry for somebody to just take it and, you know, use it later. Hopefully, you know, your brother and sister in Christ is not going to do you like that. But it's just like it should never feel like when you're telling it like 
I'm telling all my dirty secrets and I'm letting it all out. But it's more of a, you know what, this is <clears throat> this is where I've been. I'm not ashamed of it, mm-hmm. you know. But God brought me out. Like, I feel like that right. always has to be the underlining and most yeah. overall point of the whole testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter how, wherever you go with it. And it shouldn't be, like, that's why the whole, like, glorifying God over glorifying the sin. I just think that that should be, that should be your whole premise of when you're trying to tell a testimony. So maybe there should be a protocol to what testimony is or a definition? Not even with just, like, in service, but just in general. Because you can yeah. tell your testimony and not be in a church service. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I agree, but at the same time, I think you said there's a time and a place. So if I am someone who's dealt with domestic abuse, mm-hmm. like I can get into the details because anybody could just go through domestic abuse. But I think if you're trying to reach somebody because a testimony isn't it's all about giving God the glory. Yes, that's true. But at the same time, it's also helping another broken person see themselves kind of in a sense mm-hmm. on getting to God. Because if I've been in domestic abuse, okay, so, like, what what about it? She could be going through the physical abuse like I did. Mm-hmm. So then I can give the details on what happened, whether it was, you know, the, the stabbing or the punching and the fighting, the, you know, black mm-hmm. eyes, you know, that stuff, because you're able to relate. Because mm-hmm. I feel like with, the only thing I kind of feel like what the church does, the reason why I, I like, I, I made a comment, like, in myself, I was like, if somebody had balls in their mouth, that wouldn't offend, if they've dealt with having balls in their mouth. Mm-hmm. sexual promiscuity that would that testimony wouldn't bother them mm-hmm. like that ain't bother me so it's you know to other people it did but to me i'm like she's just saying what she did okay and so what and maybe because i didn't grow up in the church back home with the limitation of the protocol it didn't offend me because i i'm raw like that anyway yeah. so if it comes down to helping somebody yes you got to use wisdom um depending on if you it's like a girl's group or women's group you know mm-hmm. people have dealt these things because i feel like with at the same time the church is all about um, glorifying God mm-hmm. and not glorifying sin. However, some people are kind of going through real stuff mm-hmm. and they're tired of like, oh, I dealt with addiction. Like, people, when you live that life, it's mm-hmm. hardcore and you need some real ish rather than just, you need something relatable because now you're saved. Mm-hmm. So now, as the person that's the sinner or the person that's struggling with the sin, they're looking as they're not accepted. They're not acceptable. So sometimes being really open, not as explicit as her, mm-hmm. it, it needs to happen yeah. because that's, that's a relatable way to show you, wow, they were like me and it was because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So long as you're not just like, yeah, I made my way out. It's really necessary to cut the, cut the bull BS mm-hmm. and the fake, like now that you've got re- religious type of uh, facade up, like, and everybody's personality is different. So, like, your personality will attract people. Yours will attract people. Your, and mine, you know, mm-hmm. so it's going to attract everybody. But I think what the church has to stop doing is stop, like, just making a general statement. Because there are people suffering for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And they need actual practical help on what exactly did you struggle with with addiction? Mm-hmm. How did it happen? So I can feel comfortable relate because the problem with the church is that we don't, and I'm not attacking the church, mm-hmm. but the problem that what we do is we put a mask on it and just say, okay, well, Sister Susie, you know, we talk about uh, confidentiality and things like that, but then some people aren't mature in their mind when they really hear about what someone's struggling with. Yeah. And then, therefore, we automatically start judging them. Yeah. We could say they have an addiction. And then we start low-key covering up our purses. Because we know yeah. what Billy deal with because yeah. Billy's a stranger. Yeah. So then how are we going to be open when they're just trying to be open? How can we accept them if we really don't know what they're struggling with? You know what yeah. I mean? So that's just kind of how I saw it. Because I was just like, oh, she said what she said. But, you know, we still have to be open as a body to accept those once we have came out. 
Yeah. And to like work with me. And I think also too that comes with the people being in the church being open about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because like, um, like for some people it's kind of like, like how you said mm-hmm. addiction. Okay, mm-hmm. what type of addiction did you have? Yeah. There, anybody <laughs> could be. I could be addicted to chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think it's just like like just not to beat over the head, but mm-hmm. it, like as you said, it's kind of like express it. Mm-hmm. Not being too explicit mm-hmm. because I feel like if they was in like a women's meeting, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's a, easily yeah. she could have mm-hmm. talked about all exactly. the stuff that exactly. she was doing. She could have got it all out. Yeah. But I was thinking because this is like, and then also too with just being like with mental health yeah. type of issues, we learned in school like if people are not fully in their minds mm-hmm. like that when they do that. Now this woman when she fu- get fully get delivered from whatever she mm-hmm. dealing with, now she got to deal with this viral video then gone out yeah. because they didn't allow her to go up there in an altered state to talk about what all I, the stuff that she mm-hmm. was talking about. Yeah, and it's just kind of like you know that's going in like the mental health field, mm-hmm. but just like you know, it's really up to us as the as the body of Christ and the leaders to be really mm-hmm. mindful and really be paying attention of the yeah. stuff of what's happening. Mm-hmm. So. um Y'all have anything else about the that or testimonies in general? Mm-mm. Do y'all, y'all feel open it. about test like telling your testimony? Yeah, uh, like all me. of it. <laughs> no, I mean I agree with you. It depends on the situation. It depends on the scenario, the setting. Mm-hmm. I think it's because like I think sometimes you can tell your testimonies without having to be so discreet or to tell so many details, depending on the setting, depending on the scenario, I think you can limit what you say in your testimony, but still come to the end that it gives glory to God. Okay, so then, because for me, there was a time period, uh, sometimes there's still a time period where I feel like it's not really that I'm trying to be discreet, it's because of the fear that people are going to judge me. Okay. But I feel like that's not... As a Christian, it sh- like our discretion shouldn't be because of the fear that you might judge me of where yeah. I've been and what I've done, mm-hmm. but the of the aspect of because of you know of not being too explicit. I feel like there's a difference, right? And so I feel like that's something like for me, like I had to kind of learn how to like grow past mm-hmm. and just be like, okay, um, God, can I trust these people? Mm-hmm. Um, is this a safe enough environment for me to be able to express what it is? Mm-hmm. Like, what you did for me. Mm-hmm. And I like to fully express what I've done. <clears throat> and so, um, I think I think that's something, like, as a Christian believer that also kind of needs to be checked. And I think that I think that's why people think that the church is so fake sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because the people in the world know what we did because they were with us. Yeah. And so it's just like when we come in here, it's kind of like, don't act like you wasn't with us back in the day when we were shooting in the gym. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I think uh, for me, it's kind of like uh, trying to that uh, waddling that fence of uh, not fully saying it out of fear and then not fully saying it out of discretion. I think for me, I don't care because I'm so confident in what God's done. You know, mm-hmm. so whether because at the same time, even if I'm giving my testimony, sometimes it's not going to be received, but I still gave God the glory. Amen. And that's whether I'm being explicit or I'm using discretion. Then conversation I've had, of course, if I'm with dudes, you know, yeah, I smoked. I did all this. I don't need to go into relationship stuff. But it's like I've been in this. I've been that. I've been here. been crazy. Been out here just doing whatever. And Jesus, like, you know, I, I don't care because I know that girl that I was. Mm-hmm. So who I am now, I really I don't care. 
So if you want to get into the nitty gritty details, I don't have a problem. If you use it against me, I don't have a problem because <laughs> I opened you up to who I used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not them anymore. So why should I care about, oh, you used to, you know, smoke. Uh, yeah. And people make jokes of it, even mm-hmm. at work. If I'm opening up to people at work, they used to smoke dope and all this stuff. Like, yeah, I used to get high all the time. Like, and if they be, you trying to smoke this? I'm like, I'm good. I'm that confident knowing I don't have to go back, yeah. you know? So that's, that's just me. And I think it's just because I don't have no, like, no, I don't have a structure, mm-hmm. you know, that I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Not, and I'm not coming for y'all. I'm just saying I don't and I don't care. Mm-hmm. So whether you or you or you, I'm going to tell it because that's what I lived and that's what I came out to. And mm-hmm. God's always going to get it because I, I know what he did, you know. But I think that's also a healthy perspective to have, though. I feel like, you know, main, all Christians are not there. Mm-hmm. But that's something that we should strive to do is having the confidence and knowing I'm not there anymore. Yeah. So regardless of the fact of what you think or not, Mm -hmm. that's not my identity. It's like my new identity is now found in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. So there shouldn't be like no withholding of all of what he's done. Yeah, because that's the whole point. He gets the if he if we're supposed to give him the glory, I'm gonna give him all the glory. I don't care if you think I'm saying too much or too little or not enough because at the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you it's Jesus. Mm -hmm. So if 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 and then when you say like letting people know if um like if if you can trust them or whatever for me i don't care because i'm like yo i know you broken so if you want to try to use ammo against me okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna still give you jesus and i'm gonna tell you whether you like it or not because mm-hmm. i see right through it some people you know have intentions and we can't control that some people just want to know to know so they can throw it in your face or use it against you but i'm confident because i'm not that at the end of the day, I'm not there anymore. And if you get me back to that place, I still got some work to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but at the yeah. end, but at the end of the day, whether it's detailed or not detailed, I'ma still say it. Whether you receive it, I see your heart. I see if you just was nosy, or I see if you're really broken and you're looking for something called hope. Mm-hmm. And then the people that it reaches is the people that I can get nitty gritty with because after a while, it breaks off of them because yeah. they see, yo, Brooke used to, yo, she's off the chain. Like she still struggles with some areas, but. I know people can literally tell me at my job that didn't know me back then, but know because of what I've shared, mm-hmm. see moments where I could blow up and go mm-hmm. in rage yeah. and be like, tell me, not even me being like, if that was on me, like they could be like, yo, Brookie, like you did a good job because I know that's all Jesus. Like you got people vouching for you that yeah. are really genuine. Yeah. And there's going to be people that mess with you and use it against you. But guess what? They what Paul was a Christian killer, you know. He was the least of the greatest. He was out here doing his thing. I don't need to care about what you think because it was my struggle that I came out of. Mm-hmm. So if you receive it, you receive it. You don't, you don't. Yeah. And there's time and places, but for me, I don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna say definitely. Uh, every testimony is important. Testimonies are important. They do wonders, right? Uh, I think in this situation, it's like, okay, what's the context mm-hmm. around you, and what are you saying? Um, for the most part, when I when I think about it right now, I can't think of too many things someone can do that, um, if brought into detail, it isn't like is damaging, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, only, like I said, what what's the context? Um, yeah. Are there children around, right? I mean, mm-hmm. okay, if there are children around, certain people around, do you feel like this is something appropriate? And once again, um, that's why they should have you know something pre. Uh, testimony or after you know yeah. let them know how detailed depending on the testimony but i feel like for the most part details are good for the most part i feel like details are good because it, it definitely allows someone to get an intimate understanding of the sin that they may be dealing with themselves oh i dealt with less oh 
okay, that's common. Oh, I dealt with, you know, homosexuality. The, okay, now someone who's really dealing with that can probably get an intimate understanding or empathize with you on that. And then, like Brooke said, you know, you can work with them. You can um, get to the nitty gritty because that's something that they're, they're dealing with in the moment. So, yeah. Um, you have anything else y'all want to add? Um, I just wanted to end with this scripture and it's from Isaiah 54 and 17. We like to use it for when we have our haters, but I feel like it's good also for this moment. And it says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. And so I think it's just like, tell your testimony, mm -hmm. you know, however, you know, <laughs> you feel like you got to, yeah. you know, however you got to get it out, mm -hmm. but with no fear. And yeah. it's just like anybody that tries to come against you with any kind of judgment is going to be condemned because it was like the righteousness that you now have mm -hmm. wasn't, you didn't get it on your own. Yeah. You didn't build it on your own. You didn't yeah. work for it. God gave it to you. He has made you righteous. He has made you pure. He has justified you. And maybe I'm getting into the next podcast right. that we get ready to do, <laughs> but uh, but he has made you righteous. Yeah. So um, this has been another a seat at the table podcast with your boy. Oh, I forgot we're doing our new thing. Oh, y'all thought I forgot. Oh, so no. what are you bringing to the table? A clean mouth. Mm, okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You looked at me and I was just weak. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm bringing time management to the table, guys. Everybody's going to be on time. We're going to be here, present, on time. Michelle Nemo will be on time, okay? That's what I'm bringing. Okay, I wrote mine down. So it's oh. going to be really little wordies. But anyway, a, Break it down. a sensible. Oh, gosh. God supported, biblical based outlook and assurance. Say that one more, one more time. time. A sensible, something that's sensible, you know, mm -hmm. God-supported and biblical-based outlook and assurance, you know, uh, reassurance of all of that, what I just said. How did you, uh, like, make that up? Like, I was thinking in my head. I was like, what do I want to bring? This is exactly what I want to bring. Mm, you go for it. All right, you bring all of that to the yeah. table. <laughs> with a God, side of shrimp. Yeah. Clean so, okay. my mouth up <laughs> with that God biblical. <laughs> <laughs> But you thought it was coming together. Oh, time. Full of confidence. I'm so weak because I'm bringing confidence right. to the table. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good looks. All right. This has been another A Seat at the Table podcast with your Wait, boy. Did you say what you were bringing? Yeah, confidence. Yeah, confidence. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so weak. This has been. Y'all already know what it is. It's A Seat at the Table with your boy Lawrence Green, Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, and Dwayne Sampson. And we out. Peace. Peace. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I don't know where I would be. Fellowship, let's go. My testimony is